Welcome to the Retirement Clinic with your host, Jeff Kowal from the Kowal Investment Group, the Retirement Specialists. And good morning. Welcome. This is WISN's Retirement Clinic. Your host today, as I mentioned before the break, Aaron Spitzner. Usually it's the Still Spitz Show with Joe Still and you. Flying solo today. It's just Spitzner. Yes. Got a good topic, though. Got a great guest. We've got a great guest the entire hour with us, and I'll let you introduce our guest. By way of background, the Kowal Investment Group, you do hear Monday through Friday, and we are on WISN and WIBA in Madison on both stations. Aaron, including yourself, the rest of the staff, you do those market updates. Yep. Three o'clock, five o'clock news block. Try to give you an idea of uh, what the market's doing, how it affects you, how it affects your retirement portfolio. I had some interesting numbers I saw come out even this past Friday. Um, Everybody was looking for the big jobs number that comes out every month, and and they fell short of of where a lot of the economists had uh, projected. I think they they did something like a million jobs they were expecting to be be created last month. And what was it? Two fifty? Like two hundred thousand. Does this possibly have something to do with people are making more money sitting on their couch, getting their ah? Uh, there, is, there has been uh, some of that uh, <laughs> talk that that went on on Friday that maybe there isn't enough uh, of an incentive to get back into the workforce. Uh, but regardless of the number, uh, the markets uh, they did fine. Um, fine my gosh record dow now everybody talks about the dow and when you do these reports you report on nasdaq s p 500 so don't i guess and myself included i always look at the dow and go oh record highs we're doing great it's a little misleading well the the nasdaq tech heavy nasdaq is doing well the s p 500 is doing well the nasdaq had a great year last year and now the dow is playing a little bit of catch-up this year so um so things are definitely uh doing just fine despite that poor jobs number. I think it's just now, uh, uh, do they have to tweak some of the policies to get some of the, uh, some people maybe off their couch and again, back into the workforce. So we'll see. There was some of that back and forth yesterday, but uh, uh, again, that's the three o'clock and five o'clock news block where we're just giving you an idea of what's going on in the markets and how it's affecting your portfolio. Yeah. And by way of background, the Kowal Investment Group with locations in Waukesha, as Jeff says often, the world headquarters in addition, up in Ozaukee County, there's a Port Washington office with a view of Lake Michigan. Phoenix, Arizona, for all the snowbirds. And, of course, I think your location is in Racine. Yep. Uh, right off Highway 20 and 94, um, about maybe a quarter mile from the freeway, so it's easy on off um, if you're heading home from work or um, in the afternoon. It, it's a great view. We always joke of... Uh, Highway 20. Nice view of Highway 20. Yeah, it's, it's excellent. So, <laughs> More importantly, convenient for people down yep. in the Racine area. So the Kowal Investment Group, go to the website, thekowalway.com for more information. Okay, we've got Aaron Kowal with the Boss Minute joining us. We have the weekly segment we call the Sexy Segment, and that's about wealth management and preservation. But we start by introducing our guest, Aaron. You've invited Kevin Trubenbach on today's program. Kevin, good morning to you. Good morning, guys. Welcome. Thanks for having me back. Yeah, thanks for joining us, Kevin. I, I um, just want to give the audience just a, a brief overview of why I wanted to have you on the show here today um, to discuss some of the recent changes uh, that could really affect people uh, that are looking for health care options maybe prior to their, you know, hitting that age of 65 and, and transitioning to Medicare. 
because um, there again, as I mentioned, there have been some some recent changes that I don't think everybody's aware of uh, that came through in the recent stimulus bill in March. Uh, and Kevin, I'll let you introduce yourself, uh, what you do, and and your company. Perfect, guys. Thanks. So the name of the company is Transition Health Benefits. Uh, we solely do health insurance and Medicare insurance. We do not sell auto or homeowners. We're located in Brookfield on the southeast corner of Calhoun and Greenfield Avenue. I have been personally doing the lovely health and Medicare insurance for 20 plus years. We work with all the major health insurance carriers uh, and the beautiful part, no cost to our clients. So it's a a win-win. Yeah, so that's one of the questions I get asked all the time uh, when people are looking for for help, whether it be Medicare planning or, again, options for for health insurance prior to medicare coming to you you know hey what's this you know what's kevin going to charge me um how long you know how many visits what what can most people expect when they come into your office yeah so um so once again no fees um depending on what they need if it's a medicare product or the affordable care act um we really go through you know covid has completely re-ramped everything We've done very little face-to-face. We have full webinar technology where we can do a Zoom meeting, uh, meet with the client, uh, and go through their options. We have a little info sheet that they fill out for Medicare and or for the Affordable Care Act if they're under age 65. And that's what we work with them. And then they can schedule online with uh, myself, my associates, to help them walk them through that process. And... uh, pretty straightforward and we work with all the carriers so i always tell people look i don't care what plan we pick it's my job to educate you on these different plans and then they can make an educated decision now again just to recap we're going to be going through um you know the american rescue plan act so also known as arpa now if we go back uh to 2019 we had the secure act then we had in 2020 the CARES Act. There's all these acts and now we, acronyms. Now we have ARPA, and, and, and that yeah. is kind of what you know. Everything affects retirees in one way or another, and that's our job to keep everybody educated and up to date on these things. And that's why I wanted to have Kevin on uh, to discuss ARPA in more detail. I've I've watched his YouTube videos, uh, read up on their material. It's great stuff. Uh, but I figured we'd have him here to to go through some of these changes and how it affects. Uh, Everybody. So again, Kevin Trubenbach is with us the entire hour, um, and I think he's going to even partake in our weekly sexy segment That's as well. Right. Uh, oh, yeah. Kevin, Kevin is familiar with that. He's been on before. He's with Transition Health Benefits. What does ARPA stand for again? American Rescue Plan Act. So what, when, what, when the, the, the stimulus was, was first being discussed, is this something that you guys were gearing up for and getting ready for this to, to roll out to? Or, or was, was this just kind of thro- thrown in at the end of the, uh, you know? It was actually, it was thrown in, and then it was us and all the insurance companies we work with trying to figure out all the moving parts, and that took several weeks. But now we have a good basis of what's all going on, um, and it is probably out of all the acts the biggest one because, you know, there's so many moving parts. But the, the biggest thing is people that buy their own health insurance and their higher income, the majority of those people now can now qualify for a subsidy or a tax credit. Um, That's good news, so right? It is. It is good news. And, and yeah. that, 
that's one of the things that I, I would say one of the most common questions that I'm getting from uh, prospective clients or existing clients under the age of 65. Hey, I want to retire. Um, I want to spend more time with you know friends, family, grandkids. But boy, healthcare, I hear healthcare is going to cost me $2,000 a month. I just don't think I can afford that. And yeah. th- this is making yeah. it more affordable. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you one quick example. Husband and wife, prior to the American Rescue Plan Act, it was the cutoff was 70000 of income. Now a husband and wife, and if it's over age 60, they can make uh, near 200000 of income and still qualify for hundreds of hundreds of dollars a month in the American Rescue Plan Act. And that's, ho- um, that's household income of 200 right? Yeah, household. So remember, the bigger the household, the more income you can make. So I just use the example of household of two. The old cutoff was seventy thousand of income. Now the new cutoff it's basically eight and a half percent of your income is the maximum you're going to pay for health insurance. Well, so and that's a huge difference. And Aaron brought up a great point. Okay, retire. I mean, when does Medicare kick in? Sixty-five, right? Yep. Okay, so yep. let, let's say I want to retire early. My four hundred one k is sizable. I can start making my RMDs at fifty-nine and a half. I believe Aaron, right? RMDs seventy-two. You're I'm close. sorry. You, you can make a non-penalized distribution. Right. At yep. I you got it. I could start taking out yep. at that age. You got it. I have to by seventy-two. Yep. Okay, so. That's the big deal. I, I mean, look at myself. I've got great benefits here. I work at iHeart. I've got a 401k plan. I've got health insurance for my family and I. If I retire, those benefits are gone. What do I do? Yeah. That's that's the question. And how much is it going to cost me? Um, so yeah. that, that's kind of the – and you work with your clients on that, Kevin. Absolutely. Yep. From start to finish, and then we help them with the enrollment as well. Because um, it's navigating the healthcare.gov system which I guess that we're licensed with all the carriers and we walk them through that process and figure out what plan designs make sense. And, you know, we, we have been extremely busy the last since April 1st because a lot of our clients that have the affordable care act can now save more money by us updating their application. Has COVID caused people to retire early? Have you seen any indication of like a trend in that direction? We know this. A lot of police officers, unfortunately, are taking an early retirement uh, for reasons we don't have to get into, but everybody knows why. And that's happening. Uh, Are other Americans going, I'm just going to retire earlier than I was planning because I can, because I've, I've got my 401k where it needs to be. What are your thoughts, Kevin? You know, everyone's situation is different. I mean, I could tell you stories upon stories, but it's really, you know, some people, hey, I'm just sick of working full-time. I want to go part-time. I now need to figure out what health insurance is going to cost me. Um, you know, you have those scenarios, and then you have some that, hey, I've been working for 50 years. It's just time for me to retire now. <laughs> and so it's been all over the board. There's no – I don't see really a, a trend, um, but more and more people, especially now with the Affordable Care Act, that can get a subsidy, you know, they find out I should have done this two years ago. Well, again, two years ago, it wasn't the same makeup as it was today with April 1st, you know, with the American Rescue Plan Act. So things have definitely changed in the last, you know, two months. So, Kevin, I just want to, I want to go back to the, um, as we kind of, uh, before we uh, go to commercial here, I just want to go back to uh, something you said earlier about that income limit, that 70000 now that up to 200000 uh, Just for clarification, uh, so at that 70000 mark, once their income was above it was above that, uh, going on the, the, the prior law, 
uh, they no longer received he help essentially from the federal government uh, with their uh, insurance Correct. premiums. So they had to pay yep. for the 100% of it, the full amount, they received no subsidy. So if you did not receive a subsidy, if you were a household of, of two retirees, about how much were you paying then? Yeah, I'll give you an example. Husband and wife, age 60 years old each, they were right around 2000 to $2,200 a month. And so at 70000 of income, if they made $10 more than that, they had to pay the full $2,000 a month. I just helped a client of mine, that same scenario, husband and wife, 60, they make 80000 of income. Their same $2,000 a month plan is now $400 a month. Oh, my goodness. 1600 same, same less. Same exact plan. That's amazing. Kevin, we got to talk more about this, and we will because we've got with us yeah. on the program the entire hour. Kevin Trubenbach with Transition Health Benefits, the American Rescue Plan Act, or ARPA. Another acronym. Another acronym in the yeah. world of investments and retirement. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but we're going to talk this ARPA. It, it, this is huge. And it's something it you is. may not have heard. So Kevin will explain more. And if you've got questions, certainly give us a call. We'll keep lines open. In fact, we'll open them right now on the Retirement Clinic, both on WISN and WIBA, the AccuNet Mortgage Talk and Text Line. 414-799-1130. More information on the Kowal Investment Group is online, thekowalway.com. Of course, on LinkedIn and Twitter and Facebook, check out thekowalway.com. Aaron Spitzner is your host. We're going to hear from Aaron Kowal with the Boss Minute coming up soon, and then we'll get back to it here on the Retirement Clinic. Stick around. Welcome back to the Retirement Clinic on WISN. I'm Aaron Kowal with the Boss Minute, business owner's savings and security. It's about owning your retirement, not just your business. If you're a business owner or plan to start your own business, then you probably know business insurance is a must. It protects you from the unexpected, unexpected costs of running a business. Things like accidents, natural disasters, and lawsuits that could run you out of business if you're not protected with the right insurance. While choosing a business structure like an LLC or corporation does, does offer you some protection, even that protection is limited. Business insurance can fill in the gaps to make sure both your personal assets and business assets are fully protected from life's unexpected turns. Here are some common types of business insurance you should explore. General liability insurance, product liability insurance, professional liability insurance, and commercial property insurance. Generally, you should insure against things you would not be able to pay for on your own. In addition to finding an independent insurance agent and shopping around for coverage, you will also want to assess your risks and reassess every year as the protection you need may change as your business grows. If you need assistance, give our office a call at 262-522-4040 or visit us at thekowalway.com. Aaron Kowal with today's Boss Minute. In other words, another acronym, Aaron Spitzner. Yeah, it's they're all over the place today. This one to keep up. It stands for Business Owners Savings and Security. And the other acronym that you really need to know about, which has been the focus of the show, and joining us is Kevin Trubenbach. Kevin and his company Transition Health Benefits. And we're talking about health care and what do you do when you get in your retirement. But really, the this acronym ARPA, the American Rescue Plan Act. And Kevin, welcome back to the program. We will continue talking about ARPA. It's 
Aaron Spitzner, this went into effect when? April? I believe April 1st. Mar- was it April March 11th. Oh, March 11th. March 11th. March 11th. This is why I, this is our resort to the, you know, the professional here. That's right. Kevin is with yeah. us. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, and so, yeah. And, and, and I was going to say, so we had the boss minute from Aaron, uh, but we also had some more business owner savings and security kind of update here as it relates to ARPA. Um, and employers now uh, having the ability to get a tax credit. Is that is that correct, Kevin? Yeah, so basically if you have a small business and you don't offer group health insurance, what we're seeing, the one trend we are seeing is that these employers, because keep in mind, and for the listeners, we are still in open enrollment. So in this ARPA, they've extended open enrollment. So if you have health insurance or don't have health insurance, you can actually purchase insurance through August 15th. And so anybody that applies this month, it will be a June 1st start date. Uh, so that is a nice feature. So a lot of the small business owners that don't offer insurance, they, they then, we meet with them or talk to them. They then say, hey, my employee is going to call us. And then we walk them through the process to get them on a health insurance plan. And now the government is paying that subsidy, which in essence, the employer doesn't have to. So we're, we're seeing that's probably a bigger trend right now is that, you know, the employer funnels them over to us, those employees, we then help get onto a health insurance. And because of these lower rates, because of the higher subsidies, we can help, for example, a 30-year-old male or female, 25000 of income, we can help them get a full-blown health insurance plan for 0 to $20 a month. That's... So that, you know, that's the, the crazy part. Now, is this signed into law? Is it permanent? Or is this going to eventually fall off the books here and everybody's going to be scrambling yeah. a couple of years yeah, from now? Yeah, a great question. As of right now in the ARPA, um, it is a two-year contract, if you want to call it. So it's all of 2021 and all of 2022. We don't know if they're going to keep these higher incomes in place for 2023. Um, so it is a two-year uh, well, that's, that, that's kind of a big yeah. deal, Kevin, because that plays into our planning, right? Should we do this in this two-year window? Um, in other words, is there a sunset clause? You, you you don't know. We just don't know, right? Yeah, we don't know. We don't know if it's going to go back. That example I used, if it's going to go back to the husband and wife, 70000 of income cutoff, uh, we don't know. Um, and so that is one thing that we do let our clients know, but literally the clients we have helped. Hey, if I can save the money now, I'll take my chances. Hey, the Retirement Clinic is on both WISN and WIBA with our special guest the entire show. We've got Kevin Schrubenbach from Transition Health Benefits. Aaron Spitzner from the Colwell Investment Group is your host. Let's go to the phones, talk to Joe from Milwaukee. Joe, good morning. Good morning, Paul. It's Joe Still. How you doing? He had to join the show. Hey. You, you can't stay away from us. <laughs> I couldn't. No, I I was in between basketball games, and I thought, you know what? I'm going to give them a call. It's a great show. Well, thank you. Joe uh, Still is from the – we should mention Joe Still from the Cowall Investment Group, who otherwise would probably be sitting right next to us co-hosting the show with uh, Spitzner, as we call it, the Still Spitz Show. Uh, but, Joe, yeah. what do you got for us today? So uh, I wanted to uh, have Kevin address the question that I get um, probably most often, or at least in the last year, I've gotten a ton, is when you have an individual that is um, 65 or older that is still working. Um, you know, they, 
do they have to file for Medicare? Uh, you know, maybe Kevin walk walk us through the answer to that when you have that situation. And then did this new act um, change any of that? Yeah. So this new act, the new the American Rescue Plan Act, it did not affect anybody on the Medicare side. So anybody, there was nothing in there for the Medicare. But in your the question you asked, you know, you have a 67-year-old who's still working. They're eligible for Medicare. Most employers do not require them to sign up for Medicare Part B. Part A, they typically automatically get at age 65, but it's the employer, they don't require them to sign up for Part B. Part B is what costs the money. You know, so if you're under a household of income of 170000 the Medicare Part B costs $148 a month. So they're not required to sign up for Part B. Now they're looking to retire, pull the trigger, hey, I'm done. Then that's where we walk them through that process and help them get set up or signed up for Medicare Part B, which is done through the Social Security and Medicare office. But we guide them through that process. And we actually have local contacts within the Social Security office. So instead of them calling the general 800 number, um, we can get them a local Social Security Medicare rep to help them with that Part B enrollment. They can also do it online as well. Joel Still, great. does that answer that's your great. question? That's, that did. That's, uh, that's, I didn't know that you would help them with the Social Security office. That's a, that's a great point. I know it's an overwhelming process and there's so many moving parts and it's, uh, you know, that, that is very uh, good to know. Yep. And, and it's taking longer than normal. So we, people that we talk to, we don't, you know, Hey, if you're 90 days out, start that process now because it is taking longer. Social security offices are closed. They're all, everyone's working remotely. One of my clients just told me that they are doing very limited appointments, like at the Waukesha social security office by appointment only. I have not verified that. So I think if people are getting vaccinated, you know, hopefully we get back to normalization, you know, normal again. Um, but it's going to be some time. Normal-ish, right? Hey, Joe, still, yeah, you forgot to say the fr- the most important thing, Joe, was long-time listener, first-time caller. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry. It's my first time I've ever called into a radio show, so... Now I know, Paul. Thank you. <laughs> you did well, Joe. Thank you so much for the phone call today. That was Joe Still from the Kowal Investment Group. I think he's got some dad obligations today. Yeah, he always does. Yeah. <laughs> always back and yeah. forth between basketball games. Yep, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah. that was some, some good stuff on Medicare, too, because that's one of the areas that, uh, that we did not cover early on in the show that you guys do also offer as a service as well. And in, yeah. in one of the... Yeah. So I just want to circle back with, with ARPA then and with health insurance. I'm younger than 65. I'm re- planning on retiring. And, you know, there's, there is this thing out there that, hey, healthcare is going to be more affordable. Uh, if I'm over uh, 70000 I'm looking at contributing about 8.5% of my income towards my health insurance costs. Uh, but I don't know what kind of plan to get. I don't know when to transition off of COBRA. If my employer, if I'm going to be on COBRA after I retire, then transition off to the Affordable Care Act. What is your typical advice to people? When do they come and sit down with you? And if you could walk us through that process, that'd be helpful. Because oftentimes, if somebody's going to retire next spring, when when should they first reach out to you to start looking at plans and start estimating those costs? 
Yeah, great question. So um, if it's with the Affordable Care Act or Medicare, we do recommend 90 days prior. So if someone's pulling the trigger 90 days prior, get in contact with us. We have a little billable information form for the Affordable Care Act to get an idea of what, you know, what type of plan design, what networks they need. And then same thing, we have a little info sheet for the Medicare uh, as well. But 90 days prior, that's the best bet. Um, because then we can walk them through and explain, hey, this is what you need to do. If it's for Medicare, you know, obviously a little different process. We need to get a list of their medications because whatever plan they do on Medicare, we got to make sure their medications are covered. What about doctors, Kevin? I mean, if you think about this transition to retirement, if you're working for 35 years and all of a sudden, boom, I'm retiring, my benefits are gone. You said give us 90 days transition prescriptions, but what about keeping your doctor? Yep. So Medicare, you know, Medicare, it's a, a little, it's a lot more broad. Where the Affordable Care Act, if you're under age 65, you have to use doctors and hospitals based on those companies. So like all the carriers we work with, they work with certain providers. You know, we've got in Milwaukee, we're spoiled here. We've got Aurora, ProHealth. Ascension, Freighter, you know, we've got all the different uh, hospital networks and most people, hey, I go to Aurora, yep. I need a plan that works with Aurora, we'll find them a plan to work with Aurora. And most people want to keep their doctor, Kevin, I'm guessing, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Most majority of them do. And because of the American Rescue Plan Act and the Affordable Care Act, if you live in Waukesha County, if you're trying to do this yourself, there's 87 Affordable Care Act plans to figure out. And a lot of people, unfortunately, we've helped them fix it, but they just go online, they pick the cheapest plan, and guess what? They now find out that their doctor's not in it. You know, so that that is something that we will walk them through and make sure, hey, you know, you want to say, you want to keep your doctor? Let's find the plan that has your doctor in it. And we do that for the Affordable Care Act as well and on the Medicare side as well. But Medicare, as I said, is a lot more broad uh, it's pretty hard to not be not find a doctor on the Medicare side. So, so for someone planning for retirement a year in advance or two years in advance or hopefully more than that, it, it gets more difficult to estimate those costs, right? Because we don't know what's going to happen after two years from now with this plan. But going oh, yeah. with today's numbers, um, you said that eight and a half percent if your income is above seventy thousand. Uh, is what you have to contribute. Yep. Is that correct? So, so a household you're looking at eighty five hundred dollars a year, or is it seventeen thousand as a couple? Well, so remember, it goes off of the plan design. So, if they make a hundred thousand dollars a year, mm-hmm. the maximum they would pay for a health insurance plan is eighty five hundred dollars for the year. Um, where prior to that, you make a husband and wife, they make seventy thousand. Anything above seventy thousand, they don't. Not, they do not get any uh, any help whatsoever. So it's, it's, like I said, these higher incomes and within this ARPA, if you're over the age 60, you actually get a lot more subsidy than if you were 59. All right. So, you know, it's for us, it's always, hey, let's run the race and where we come in at and go from there. We've been talking about ARPA, which is the American Rescue Plan Act with our guest, Kevin Schrubenbach, with uh, your company's located in Brookfield, you said, right? Correct. Yep. On the southeast corner 
of uh, Calhoun and uh, Greenfield Avenue. It's Transition Health Benefits. And I know you're going to join us for the ever-popular sexy segment, which is coming up next after the break, where we talk about wealth management and preservation. And you will join Aaron Spitzner, our host today for the Retirement Clinic, after we come back from a quick commercial break. Remember, the thekowalway.com gives you all information. You know, if you want to get in touch with them, the phone number's on there, the locations. However, if you want the phone number, it's 262 522 4040. You can connect on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter. TheKowalWay.com is another great website to check out. TheKowalWay.com. With Aaron Spitzner and Paul Kronforst on WIBA Madison, WISM Milwaukee, the Retirement Clinic. We'll be right back. Back on News Talk 1130, WISN Milwaukee, of course, we're on in WIBA Madison, too. So thanks for joining us each week, listeners of the Retirement Clinic, hosted today by Aaron Spitzner of the Kowal Investment Group. And that music tells us, Aaron, along with you and our guest, Kevin Trubenbach from Transition Health Benefits, going to kind of change gears. We've been talking about ARPA, the American Rescue Plan Act, but now we're talking about wealth management and preservation. But Aaron, I've... I've got a feeling here it's going to tie in to what we've been talking of, of about. Of course it'll tie in. That That's how we have the show laid out here today. So Kevin's going to talk to us a little bit about, again, people now that have um, a higher income able to uh, save some money by not paying as much for their health insurance. The um, Go ahead, Kevin. I was going to say exactly that. And, you know, it's with with as of April 1st, with the new open enrollment, which ends August 15th, you know, we, we had a conversation in our office. How do we find all these higher income people that are paying that $2,000 a month? A lot of them just kind of, you know, ah, it's not going to affect me. Uh, and then you start, you know, you, you find them, you start talking to them and they almost like, this is too good to be true. Well, it is a two year, two year window uh, this year and next year. We don't know, but like I said, for the people, if, if you can save $1,500 a month for this year and all of next year, that is a lot of money. And, and guess what? They can then invest it with you. So that, I get what you're saying. So you're building up that, and that's quite a bit of money, 1500 a month. I'm no math whiz, but uh, yeah. what is that? You can buy year? a new car. <laughs> you can buy a new car. Well, two years. So you're saying they build that up, and then, you know, we don't know. Aaron and I in break were talking, Kevin, about this. If ARPA does expire, right, then you're going back to the, obviously, the the old rates, correct? Yeah, the old rates and, and the old income cutoff is what, you know, we can only assume that. But that's what well, we would guess. You know, they'll still have the Affordable Care Act and that we can see it. You know, there'll still be subsidies. But if they, like I mentioned before, that husband and wife, 70000 of income is the cutoff. Do they go back to that in 2023? Um, and so that's what we don't know. And that's where there there may be an opportunity for some planning strategies uh, right now where if you don't have to be as careful with your income because you're going to receive a subsidy uh, at that higher income level, 
you may look into things like Roth conversions, putting some money into a Roth or taking a little bit more as a distribution, putting that in the bank. If this then does go back to the old income limits, money that you're taking out of the bank or taking out of your Roth IRA don't apply to that income formula. So if you're trying to stay under 70000 and you're taking money out of your Roth or out of your bank, that doesn't apply to that. It's not counted towards your income for that year. So those are two areas that you could put a little bit more money now and uh, plan ahead uh, for if and when you know this does go back to the old rates. And that's something that uh, we can definitely help out with. It's one of those areas that we have been planning for with our clients in the past. And um, and again, it's just something to keep in mind because you just ne you never know what's going to happen. And in terms of the uh, the subsidies here, then if you look at let's see here, what I, one of the questions I had was with Cobra lately too. So if 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 you retire on your own terms, do all companies offer Cobra? Yeah, so majority of them offer Cobra. If they're under 20 employees, they might offer state continuation. Um, and so in the American Rescue Plan Act, the COBRA, there is a, there's, like I said, um, there is so many moving parts with the COBRA where the employer will pay for it and then they get reimbursed by the government. Um, so the, there is that information there, but that expires September 30th of 2021. And so then they would have to go on to the Affordable Care Act or they have to now pay their full COBRA premiums. The trend that we have seen, people that have lost their jobs, um, we've been able to help them get on the Affordable Care Act. Then they don't have to mess around with it, um, you know, come September again. So they skip, COBRA. you're saying they skip COBRA altogether? Correct, yep, exactly. Because okay. we're still in open enrollment, they skip COBRA. The, the ones that don't, and this is where it comes down to the scenarios, if you have a husband and wife or a single person and they've already met their group deductible for this year, then the chances are they're going to stay put on COBRA because if I now help them out with a new plan, they're going to start all over with a brand new deductible. Hey, Kevin, how long can I stay on COBRA? Is there a limit to that? 18 months. 18 oh. Months. So you can stay on COBRA for 18 months. Uh, if it's through a divorce, you can stay on it for 36 months. Uh, but keep in mind, COBRA, it is expensive. Yeah. You know what, Kevin, I've been blessed. I mean, I've been at this station for now 31 years, and the job I had before that was at a small station in West Bend. I had benefits there. I've got benefits here, and I've been lucky. Uh, but, man, yeah. if you get let go or, or you know, you're fired or you change jobs or or if you're at an employer that doesn't offer benefits, well, you got to find them, right? Yeah. And then, yeah, one other thing, too, within this American Rescue Plan Act that they announced, Anybody that collected unemployment in 2020, the government is not taxing $10,200 in 2020. So they haven't announced if they're doing that in 2021. Um, so if you collected over $10,200, you know, $10, they're not taxing in 2020. And what they've also done, if you are on the Affordable Care Act and you underestimated your income in 2020, the government announced in the American Rescue Plan Act, you would not have to owe back any of your subsidy. And, and for a lot of people, that, that was thousands of dollars. So, so that's another thing. Like I said, there's so many moving parts within oh the American Rescue goodness. Plan Act. 
Yeah. What, let's go back to the, what you just mentioned there, because I get a question on that a lot too. Is if if you have to stay under that certain income threshold, so let's say back at the seventy thousand dollar mark, uh, that was forward looking, right? So you tell the you estimate where you think your income is going to be, and that's what they're giving you as a subsidy for your health insurance. Exactly. And, and that's what you're yeah. mentioning, right? Then you, if you go over that amount, that's what you have to pay it back. But with this new law, they're saying you don't have to pay it back. Correct. That's only for 2020. All right. So people that have filed taxes, yeah. But that, that you know, like I said, that that's huge savings for those people that underestimate the income. But prior to that, if you stated, hey, I make sixty-five thousand, and you make sixty-seven thousand, then you're going to owe a couple of dollars back on your tax return, and that's what the government in 2020 has said, hey, if you underestimate it, you're not going to owe any money back. Um, and so, which is a, a nice feature that's been in this American Rescue Plan Act that they added. Yeah, yeah. It's, it seems like there's just uh, an incredible amount of material that uh, that they crammed into this uh, American Rescue Plan Act in a, in a matter of probably just a, a few short months. Uh, so I don't think many people know about it, to be honest with you. I, I would agree. I think it's one of those things yeah. that... Uh, is kind of, well, yeah. I mean, it's not really yeah. headline material. Would you agree, Kevin? Yeah, it's, and it's not. And like I said, I think there's because there's so much stuff within this ARPA, um, it, you kind of get lost. And so, and that's what uh, Aaron mentioned. You know, we put together a YouTube video explaining all these different moving parts, and then within YouTube, we have a bunch of uh, you know reference docs. Um, regarding all the bullet points of this. Because, where can, where can you know, I find that, Kevin, if I want to look it up? Yep, so they, the two things. They can go to YouTube, put in Transition Health Benefits. Um, also, at our agency website, which is either transitionhealthbenefits.com. I always tell people, just Google Transition Health Benefits. will pop right up. And then on our blog page within Transition Health Benefits, we've got all the different YouTube videos, the ARPA video, um, what, the steps to enroll in the Medicare, all the information on, hey, what's the process for the Affordable Care Act? So we've got a lot of information on our blog page and on our website. Yeah, um, once so, again, your your company, Kevin, it's in Brookfield called Transition Health Benefits, and that's the website to to check out these YouTube videos. So many moving parts, and Aaron, quite honestly, you know, Joe still said, as an advisor yourself, a financial advisor at the Cowal Investment Group, if you're not working with somebody like Kevin yourself, how would you know about this? And these are massive savings. Oh, I would say a lot of times people people don't know about it. Uh, you know, in a couple of conversations I've had leading up to the show in the last few weeks, it's been questions about retiring prior to 65 and wondering what they're going to do for health insurance. How are they going to afford it? Um, again, if we go back to paying the full amount for your health insurance, you're looking at two grand a month. That's 24,000 a year. That's adding a lot more expenses to your plan early on. 24K and, a year. Yeah. So if you, if you think about yeah. your, your regular discretionary spending, if you have a mortgage and now you're adding that on top of it all, boy, that might kind of you know, make you want to stay employed for a little bit longer. But now it's just, a little cheaper, and now, they go, hey, maybe I can get out of work a little bit earlier. Well, that's just it. Retirement, yeah. uh, that date's going to change one way or the other. It's called ARPA. What does that stand for? The American Rescue Plan Act. I'm finding out about it for the first time this week when you sent over notes, Aaron, for the show. And to talk about that, Kevin Trubenbach. We'll be back. Our final segment coming up. Kevin's with Transition Health Benefits. This is the Retirement Clinic with the Kowal Investment Group. Aaron Spitzner is your host. I'm Paul Cronforst. We'll be right back.
Back to the retirement clinic. We are talking with Aaron Spitzner as we wrap up the show today. First off, much, much thanks goes out to Kevin Trubenbach, his company, Transition Health Benefits. Kevin, you said you're in Brookfield. And as we wrap up the retirement clinic with Aaron Spitzner, the focus has been ARPA, the American Rescue Plan Act. But as we said before with Kevin, Aaron, there's so many moving parts to this. Well, yeah, there's there's so much involved with ARPA. And then that from there, you transition to Medicare. And there's so many moving parts with Medicare that oftentimes for people when they're they're new to it, they're just thinking about it, there's a lot to, to learn about. And that's where uh, Kevin and his team uh, can provide assistance as well. So I wanted to make that clear that uh, we work as a team with Transition Health Benefits with Kevin uh, to make sure that all of our clients are, you know, they have a, a solid plan in place. They know what to expect when it comes to these expenses, and they know what to look for when it comes to saving a little bit money on their premiums as well. Man, we covered a lot of territory, Kevin. As Aaron just said, you work with the Medicare side of things too. Um, the best way to reach out to you, would you just say website? Yeah, they can uh, go to the website, Google us, check out our Google reviews. They can uh, call or text us at 262-784-7344. Uh, and yeah, we, we're, we're here to help them. And once again, our services do not cost them anything. Uh, you know, one more time that you said that YouTube video on ARPA, which is new to a lot of people. If you never heard of it, the American Rescue Plan Act, it's amazing stuff. There's an in-depth YouTube video deep into the weeds that is on your website, transitionhealthbenefits.com. And you've got yep, a great and website. And you can go to our blog page. Yep. 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 Well, it's on our blog page. Yep. Yeah. And, and you can yep. find us also at thecowalway.com or, or give our office a call 262-522-4040. Again, this is a, it, it's a team that, that we work with when we work with Kevin and, and his group trying to make sure that, again, you have a, a solid plan in place. You know what to expect in terms of costs. And, um, and yeah, you can reach out to us, thecowalway.com. Also linked up on LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, thecowalway.com, or call 262-522-4040. Located in Waukesha, Port Washington, Phoenix, Arizona, and Aaron's great view of Highway 20 right there in That's Racine. Right. <laughs> Aaron, thank you. Have a great weekend, guys. Aaron thank Spitzner. You. Hey, you too. Thank you, Kevin. Kevin Trubebach and Aaron Spitzner. Thanks. You've been listening to The Retirement Clinic on News Talk 1130 WISM Milwaukee and, of course, WIBA in Madison. Your Mother's Day weather forecast up next.